How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 18 Chapter 5 This is Season 18 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 5. In this episode, we will be discussing how to incorporate the principles explained in this podcast into society for the betterment of all. First of all, one of the great scourges of history is othering, which is the product of a non-consensual, or dialectical, zero-sum, reality. Othering is the most simplistic form of social rationalization. When people think in terms of sameness and difference, they other, by excluding a group of arbitrarily selected people from a given class. Othering creates a dialectical relationship between two or more artificially created classes. The result of such rationalization is the expulsion, alienation and segregation of peoples by some external characteristic. Othering most often results in the creation of a non-consensual reality. The othered are eventually dehumanized, to the point they are rationalized as dangerous, and become frequent recipients of force or the threat of force. Othering is a systemic problem in society. It occurs in families, friend groups, workplaces and communities. It occurs because people seek to define themselves, but in so doing they alienate the outgroup. So, the question becomes, how do we eliminate othering? It would require a whole-scale abandonment of many ways of thinking and policies. For example, it would require the elimination of standardized forms of testing, grading systems. It would require a cultural push toward abandoning classification based upon external or self-attributed characteristics. It would require a re-evaluation of the use of language which establishes class-like distinctions. It would require the elimination of comparison between distinct individuals, a recognition that everyone is fully and completely distinct. These are just a few examples. The next major hurdle in reforming society would involve the application of principles of social geometry to individual social exchanges. Recognition that there is an optimizing configuration in any social gathering would limit exclusion or alienation. Also, social geometry has a role to play in political discourse as well. The human race should strive toward a non-polar world. Polarity, as a principle of non-consensuality is the beneficiary and progenitor of othering, which often leads to force or the threat of force governing outcomes. The next point relates to the operation of the state and its relationship with other states. Contractualism should govern sociality, generating a consensual reality, and the relationships between states. The generation of this kind of system relies upon the reformation of the social economy to limit situations of unequal bargaining power and coercion. This would involve the creation of a social bill of rights or charter within a state. The charter would limit social actors' ability to impose contractual expectations on others which impinge upon their socially guaranteed rights. Elected citizens, not state actors, would then determine which expectation-based social contracts violate the charter, having the power to void these contracts or refer cases to other court systems if needed. Elections would have to be reformed as well and citizenship procedures. As the consent of the governed requires individuals participate through their consent, no one should be born a citizen of a democratic country. Individuals should have the choice when they turn the age of majority to become a citizen of the state and beneficiary of the social contract. Through this procedure states would be governed according to the principles of consensuality. Likewise, 
the need for the state's ability to impose a non-consensual reality through force or threat of force could be reduced by converting this power into the power to alter the social contract in accordance with the will of the people. Criminality would be reduced by loss of privileges rather than forcible incarceration. For example, a person commits a minor crime and loses the privilege of driving, for example. A person commits a major crime, say murder, and loses the benefit of the social contract with the state, becoming a non-consensual actor, subject to the application of force or threat of force by the state manifesting in its most extreme form as house arrest. Socially society is should move toward the elimination of spatial non-consensuality, which is being fully supplanted by archetypal consensuality. Among citizens non-consensuality will still occur, in the form of a conflict between two electors' consensual realities, but the mechanism of avoidance which naturally follows consensuality should manage this, combined with the regulation of the social economy by elected citizen judges. Once society is adjusted by the shifting of the non-consensual to the consensual, contractualism could also be applied to international law. States would consent to the election of an impartial adjudicator, each state given the equivalent of one vote, for the resolution of cross-border disputes. All of these principles could be applied through the incorporation of technology, in the form of a system which monitors, mirroring, consensuality, force or threat of force, see deference, non-consensuality, social geometry. Now, all of this may seem terribly naive, but the purpose of this analysis is to begin to construct a framework for the incorporation of the principles of consensuality within a political framework. It is obviously a complicated subject, which will require further elaboration in later episodes. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.